This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. It's our final edition before the Christmas break. 11 WHL players have made Canada's World Junior Team. We'll take you back to that announcement when they heard the news they were on the team. Vancouver Giants co-owner Michael Buble puts us in a holiday mood as he recently took in the Giants' teddy bear toss night. And the WHL's goaltender of the month for November, Harrison Menigan of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. He had a strong start to the season. He'll be our guest as well. First up. The Western Hockey League will again be strongly represented on Team Canada for the upcoming 2022-23 IIHF World Junior Hockey Championships. Eleven players were named to Canada's final roster earlier this week. Connor Bedard, Colton Dock, Reed Schaefer, Nolan Allen, Kevin Korczynski, Thomas Melich, Logan Stankoven, Caden Bankier, Olin Zellweger, Zach Ostopchuk, and graduate Dylan Gunther will all wear the Maple Leaf against the best players in the world. The WHL rounded out some of their final selections with players from the league, according to Team Canada General Manager James Boyd. I think players like Bankier, Schaefer, um, you know, Doc, um, kind of stepping outside his comfort zone, those are the players that really cemented their spot. Boyd says they were looking for particular skill sets that can be effective in this tournament. Our players who are our larger players, they can really move and they can close quickly and play within the boundaries of fair play. So uh, it's going to be a group that uh, uh, there's not much room to operate out there. Kamloops forward Caden Bankier wasn't even invited to the summer development camp before cracking the final roster. Well, ironically, uh, the first time uh, you know we started watching Bank here in the fall, it was because of his two-way play and his you know kind of a defensive specialist. And then all of a sudden, he's been one of the hottest players in the CHL coming into camp. So uh, he's a big guy who's smart and, and you know the coaches can trust. But he uh, he showcases offensive abilities here as well. Kelowna Rockets forward Colton Dock made an impression in the final selection camp. He recalls a nervous time as the roster was being announced. Well, me and my, my roommate Reed uh, Schaefer, we were, <laughs> we were both shaking the whole hour. And then, uh, you know, you hear some knocks on your door, and, and Reed came running down. He goes, I hear them saying congrats. So we kind of gave, gave each other a big hug, and then our, our door was next. So we were pretty proud of ourselves. Doc able to fill the role asked of him. I think for me, it was just the versatility of my role. I think, you know, uh, coming in here, I wanted to show that I can be a power forward, and, but you know, I also have that skill in tight. So I wanted to go out there and show them I can play a uh, 200-foot game. Former Prince Albert captain now featured on the Seattle Thunderbirds blue line, Nolan Allen, received the good news that he made it. It was a nerve-wracking couple hours there sitting at the hotel in our room. So, uh, you know, thankfully that's out of the way and, uh, you know, happy to be on the team. Allen, acquired in a nine-piece deal last month by the Thunderbirds, asked on why he was chosen out of the selection camp. Yeah, I think I just played my game, you know, played played physical and uh, played simple. Got the pucks up to the forwards and, uh, yeah, just did my role. You're listening to the WHL This Week, Radio Edition. The Canadian Hockey League announcing 40 players invited to compete in the 2023 Kubota CHL-NHL Top Prospects game, including 19 players from the WHL. The game is set for January 25th from the Langley Events Centre, as the 2023 Kubota CHL-NHL Top Prospects game showcases the top 40 CHL players eligible for the upcoming 2023 NHL Draft. 
The 19 players from the WHL include NHL draft favorite North Vancouver BC native Connor Bedard, one of the 19 players from the WHL, 15 from the OHL, 6 from the QMJHL as well. 32 CHL clubs are represented with at least one player. Seattle leads the way with three. The Vancouver Giants, the host team, will have two players in the game. Left winger Samuel Hanzik and center Jaden Lipinski. In the corners and around the boards, the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Vancouver Giants co-owner Michael Buble was back for a special night in Vancouver as the Giants hosted their teddy bear toss night. Voice of the Giants, Eddie Gregory, sat down with a holiday crooner. Michael, you were here on Saturday night where the Vancouver Giants hosted their teddy bear toss game against the Kelowna Rockets. Just how great was that experience for you? You know what, man? It's always magic. And uh, now as a dad watching the my kids and, and, and the fact that they know what it's all about is uh, it's just so cool, man. It's so cool to be part of hockey at a grassroots level and then to be a part of the community that you love so much and to be a positive part and watch all of these people show up and, and know that it's going to, to benefit kids you know, that, that need that help. is uh, oh, That's what it's all about, man. And uh, I told Ronnie yesterday, I said, you know that I could bring my kids to every game and I don't think there's any other sporting event really or any other thing that my kids love as much as come to the Giants games. I think it's just really built for families and um, it really does uh, it really does just feel like it's such a, a special and unique experience and uh, probably because you can afford to go but uh, you know you can bring your kids and not feel like you can't pay your car payment or your house payment so uh, it's a really cool place to be. And you mentioned now being a parent just how much more do you appreciate the benefit of an event like that, you know, with all those tough animals going to uh, children at Christmas time and everything surrounding that with the teddy bear toss? Well, it's so cool because there's, there's more than just those teddy bears, right? I mean, there's so much money being raised and 50-50s and, and other things that are going to so many, uh, like really, just places that, especially this time of year, are so needed. And, uh, you know, my family's been through it and we... Uh, we probably know as well, or better than anybody, how, how appreciated it is, it is. and um, you know what, listen, this is a really special time of year, and uh, we always say the more you give, the more you'll have, and uh, really cool, really proud of, I, I mean, I did a TikTok, I don't know if you saw it today, but I made a TikTok of that night, and I really hope to capture the essence of the experience, so uh, yeah, just so cool, man, so proud to be in part of this group. All right, let's go through the game itself. First of all, there was the false alarm with the goal right at the end of the first period. Just how did you see that play out? Did you think it was a goal? I knew it was not a goal. Uh, I watched the the ref wave it off right away. Uh, I could tell the second that, well, I saw the light go on, so I knew that they had, you know, the time was gone. And it killed me because they actually made an announcement and said, stop throwing the teddy bears. And you could see a few people went, ah, screw you. It just kept throwing it. They just kept throwing the teddy bears out there. And I looked at my wife and I said, babe, they're not going to stop. And she said, no, no, they're going to stop. And, of course, six more people chucked their teddy bears. But what was really, for me, so cool and unique, and this is unique to this league and this level, is that those kids on the Giants didn't just skate away and go off the, to, their, to their dressing room. They all went onto the ice and started throwing the teddy bears back to the, to the fans. And it becomes this really special and unique moment where... Again, there's this great sense of connectivity and class. And, you know, and really, you know what? Those are 15, 18-year-old kids. Talk about sophistication. Nobody told them. Coach Dick didn't say get out there and do it. That's just because they're who they are, you know? And uh, 
You know what, man? It brings me back. I get goosebumps saying it. But I asked Ron one day. I said, you know, as the owner of the team, Ron, you know, I know it means a lot to you to win. I said, and so, you know, what are you willing to do? And he said, you know, Mike, obviously I want to win. He said, but the truth is our real win is being a big part of making society better. And that's taking these young, these young men or women and, and uh, giving them a great education and, and helping to support them so that when they're ready to go and do whatever it is they're going to do, whether that's the NHL or, or something else, that we know we've made this, you know, this world, the community, a better place. And I know it might sound kind of cringy to say it, but listen, man, life is short. And uh, that's why I'm so proud to be part of this group, because that is the real intent. And, uh, and that's what we're doing. And, we, and to, so that, that night, watching that, that goal got waved off and seeing those boys go out there, it just fills me up, man. It just fills me up with pride because I go, look, at that's, that's what we're helping to build here. And before the game as well, you had a wonderful moment as well. You had a chance to go down into the room before the game and introduce the starting lineup. Yeah. And, I mean, you could just see the energy with the players. Just take me through that moment inside the room there. Ah, just an honor, man. A privilege always to be, to be a small part of, of, of these guys' lives and, and for them to be in mine is very cool. And uh, I always wanted to be hands-on, whether that was, you know, being part of this ownership team with the Giants or one day, you know, you know fulfilling the dream of being a part owner of an NHL team. Uh, I don't want to be a mascot. You know, I have no intention of ever being a mascot. I, I want to make sure that I can be a, a part of making sure that the environment is always healthy. And I think that as, a, as, as, as an entertainer and a singer, I'm, I'm, I think what I do is so similar to, to what a player does, to what an athlete does. It's, it's, a, it's a big part of it in a mental game and a big part of of what you do isn't always on stage or on the ice. There's a lot that happens off the ice and off stage. And I think that if you can be a part of making sure that there's a, a healthy environment where you build up guys' confidence, that's a, that's a beautiful a, and a privileged place to be. And finally, what's going to keep you busy over the holidays and over the course of the next few months and into nope. the new year? I'm off, man. I'm off for a few weeks. I get to enjoy Christmas and, uh, with, my, with my kids and my wife and uh, my family. And uh, come January, my wife has a she has a movie out on Netflix right now called I think it's called The Marriage App, and uh, so she's doing a bunch of press, and then we go and she does another movie and another show, and I follow her and support her, and then uh, I go to Europe, and I start off, in, I think I start off in France. Hopefully, in this next few weeks, I will get to watch Argentina win the World Cup, and celebrate with my family and uh, watch our Giants win a few more. All right, Michael, thank you very much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it and enjoy the holiday season. You're doing a great job, too. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you as part of the family, and thank you for taking the time to talk to me. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The WHL Canada West Graduate of the Month is former Moose Jaw Warriors and Lethbridge Hurricanes goaltender Carl Tedichuk. Tedichuk, who plays with the University of Calgary Dinos, is on a roll in his first year with the team. Over November and December, Tedichuk won 8-0 with a 1.58 goals against average and a 9.34 save percentage along with two shutouts. He spoke with the WHL's Chris Wall this week. Yeah, no, I think uh, we've really found our game here in the last month. I think everybody's buying into what we need to do to win games. Games. And I think it starts from the coaching staff, from preparing us for games, and I think just working in practice, we've all figured out what we need to do, and I think everybody's buying in. I think that's given us success right now. It's his first year playing university hockey, and admits it is a transition. Adjusting from junior to going to youth sports is a big change, but I think 
with all the practices you get, you get so much time to work on stuff and to get better, continue to get better. So I think, yeah, the development's unreal. And I think just every week I'm getting better. And I think the team's getting better and we're finding our game. Tadichuk working towards an arts degree. Yeah, first week coming to school is a, a big change, trying to trying to figure out where my classes were. And yeah, I've kind of got in the groove of it again and three classes this semester and then three next semester. So just finished that. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's been, it's been a fun ride so far. Congratulations to former WHL goaltender Carl Tedichuk. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week is Lethbridge Hurricanes forward Tyson LaVenture. A 19-year-old forward recorded seven points at a plus-four rating over three games, helping the Hurricanes win all three of their outings in the process. The product of Lloyd Minster, Alberta, six foot three, 190-pound forward, was originally selected by the Prince Albert Raiders in the 2018 WHL Draft, was acquired by Lethbridge in December of 2021. Congratulations. Lethbridge Hurricanes goaltender Harrison Menigan, the WHL goaltender of the month for November. What a month he had. Voice of the Hurricanes, Dustin Forbes, has more. With Harrison Menigan, goaltender of the month for the month of November in the Western Hockey League, uh, let's start there first, Harry. Uh, when you uh, got the news that you were the goaltender of the month, uh, just what did that mean to you? Uh, a little bit excited. It's nice to hear. Don't really think too much of it, but it's a cool accolade. Goaltender of the month for November. You were goaltender of the week, one of the weeks in November. Uh, just talk about maybe the first couple of months to your uh, full-time Western Hockey League career. Did you expect it to go this good? No, I didn't expect it to go this good, but um, but it's it's really nice, and it kind of just shows the hard work that I've been putting in. So yeah, you coming off uh, uh, your first WHL shutout on Saturday last Saturday in Spokane. Uh, just talk about what that experience was like. To you, you had played in so many games where you allowed just one. You had a couple close ones where uh, you thought maybe okay, here we are, five minutes away, and, and one sneaks in to so finally, uh, you know, complete the shutout uh, on the road in Spokane. What was that experience like? And maybe talk about the embrace in the dressing room afterwards. Uh, it was nice. I mean, it was a teddy bear toss in Spokane, so I was kind of I was thinking about it a while before the game. I was like, if I get a shutout, like what would happen? But they thought they scored in the second period, but they didn't. They still threw the teddies, but it was nice getting the shutout. I mean, the boys were really supportive after the game too, saying congratulations. But it was just a great team effort. Yeah, it was nice to shut them out on their teddy bear toss night. When you came up last year, you came up uh, at the end of the season. We're here for the playoffs, kind of the black ace. What did you take away from that experience? You got the one game in Red Deer uh, in a relief appearance. So what did you learn last year that maybe helped you in the summer and, and prepare for this season as uh, as your first full year? Well, against the game and uh, against Red Deer, I learned a lot of stuff. Obviously, it wasn't a great game. Um, but you can, you know, you kind of just adjust to the to the league, and you can take notes from that one game and kind of, kind of put it into your summer and talk obviously with Swanee about it. So yeah, obviously learn a lot of stuff just from that one game. Kevin Swanson, Swanee, the the goaltending coach of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Uh, talk about the work that you've done with him both last year and the early part of this season that's helped define you as a goaltender to this point. Well, we didn't really get to do too much work last year, but um, he gave me a lot of stuff to work on during the summer, and obviously I took a lot of time to work on that. It's shown a lot this year, and this year we're even improving on some stuff. And, yeah, it's going well. It's going really good. 
You started the year in a tandem with Jared Picklick with the injury to Brian Thompson. Brian came back. What have you been able to pick in terms of knowledge from those two guys? Jared now in Tri-City, Brian here. But did you kind of try and act like a sponge around those two guys that had some Western Hockey League experience, of course? Um, yeah, a bit. Um, at the beginning of the year, I'd obviously hang around picks a lot just to kind of understand what the league's like, what it's like to travel and play games. And then once I kind of got more games and just really just focused on myself, didn't, but yeah, it's, it's going good. 11-1-0-1 in your last 12 starts after the win on Tuesday against the Swift Current Broncos. When you hear numbers like that and goals against around 1.9 and a save percentage around 940, do you have to pinch yourself? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really feel, feels right, but it doesn't really feel like it's actually happening. Um, so it's kind of nice when it feels that way because you kind of stay, stay on your uh, toes a bit. So, yeah, and obviously got a lot of run support lately, so that's always nice. Yeah. When you're in a role like this as a goaltender, is it nice to be in the net every night? You've made five straight starts for the Hurricanes. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier, Brian, uh, out with a lower body injury right now. So uh, kind of the net is completely yours at the moment, uh, backed up by Brady Smith, called up from Coquitlam. So uh, when you have the net every single night, does that just feed the, the fuel and the confidence? Yeah, it's nice to kind of just be in a routine, be on a roll. Obviously, it's nice when you're winning most of the games. Um, and yeah, just taking it game by game is really good. And yeah, just just not really focusing on the pass, just taking it one puck at a time. It's simple, keep it simple method, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess the last uh, couple of last thoughts, uh, y you've had success, but the team has also had success. So how does that maybe uh, blend the confidence for you individually, but you guys as a group, 11 wins in the last 15 games? Obviously, it's it's really nice. Like the guys have really just been turning on, turning on the Jets here. <laughs> lots of lots of goals. So um, yeah, it's nice. I have a lot of confidence in the team right now, and I'm sure they have a lot of confidence in me. So it's always great. The one thing that I always get intrigued by in a goaltender is the panic threshold, and it doesn't seem like there's much of a panic button within you. It just seems like you're super cool and calm and collected in the net. So where does that come from? Um, I think it just comes from just. You know, you play so many hockey games in a year, something goes wrong, you always have a lot more opportunity. So it's always nice just knowing that you have a lot of opportunity in this league. So, yeah. How important is it to maintain that play uh, heading into the break and, and go into the break with the confidence that you guys have been able to exude uh, to this point over the last month, month and a half? It's huge. Obviously, going on a break with on a win streak or just on a roll is amazing. It sucks going into a break and having that little bit of time where you know you didn't weren't really winning so like these this next week is really big for us guess the last thought uh, when you're in a role like this both individually for yourself and as a group is it almost a case of you wish the break wasn't coming so that you continue the role or are you looking forward to having that uh rest time before you gear it up for the second half i uh, i mean it's kind of Nice having the break, but it's also nice just keeping the role going. So I think we're looking forward to a break, but at the same time, we like where our game's at, so we'd like to keep it going too. Harrison Menigan, goaltender of the month for the month of November, a continued success. Thank you, Forbes. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to Eddie Gregory, Chris Wall, the WHL office. 
Dustin Forbes for their help. Happy holidays, everybody. Enjoy the break. We'll be back after Christmas.